Jewish Latin Princess, episode 157, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at JewishLatinPrincess.com, your host, Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. It is so good to be back, especially with awesome questions from my audience. One of my favorites, Ask Yael, is always a great time of the week for me. And today I have a special co-host, my amazing assistant, Zoe. I'm going to bring Zoe in um, in, ju- on a, in just a minute. But before I want to make a super important announcement, and that is that on Sunday, July 25th, I am hosting the Bitachon Boost Retreat. What is that? It's a virtual retreat because I want people to be able to come from anywhere, wherever you are, give you a chance to come for an all-day retreat, Sunday, July 25th, where we're literally going to dive into bitachon, into trust in God from all angles with the intention of nourishing it and making it a tangible part of our lives. And you all know that bitachon is a subject that I'm super passionate about, right? And I consider it the foundation of our financial life. Well, actually, of our entire life. Um, But it certainly is really the only way to live a life of tranquility, of ease, of abundance and prosperity. And it's one of the most critical tools in our Jewish toolkit that we need to master. And I feel like most of us, myself included, are underutilizing it. So this is going to be a time to boost that, especially given the last 18 months that we've had, right? We definitely need a boost. We need to strengthen this. So this is what this retreat is all about. Join me on Sunday, July 25th. Give yourself this gift. I prepared an incredible roundup of expert guests that are coming. You're going to also have me. We're bringing in tools, breathing techniques, meditation, intellectual concepts that we're going to dive into, stories. We're really going to bring this concept home and make it super tangible, super practical so we can internalize it and then you get that boost and take it and apply it going forward. Nothing like this has ever been put out there before as as much as I know. I'm telling you, it's going to be epic. So I want you all to get in. I want you to get an early bird special price. So head over to jewishlatinprinces.com forward slash retreat and get in on the early bird special for $127. Ladies, I am beyond excited about this. I conceived of this idea already probably about eight months ago, and I don't know what took me so long, but here it is. It's because it's meant to be Bitachon Boost um, Retreat July 25th, okay? So jewishlatinprinces.com forward slash retreat. And now let me introduce you to Zoe, the amazing woman who's somehow keeps up with my fast pace. Although the past few weeks have been pretty chilled around here. I've been taking advantage of time at home with the kids and sending kids off to camp and all that stuff and all that stuff. So it hasn't been that bad, but Zoe definitely knows how to keep up with the pace. Zoe, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I mean, some of my listeners have met you because you were with me at the investment workshop that we did a couple months ago. It was the easy guide to stock market investing, but not everybody knows you. So I thought it would be so fun to have you come and help me tackle listeners questions because you do a lot of the sorting and organizing of 
questions and content, and we have a lot of content around here. So you keep, a, you keep up with a lot of this. So I thought this would be really, really fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it and being part of the process now. Amazing. Although I do have to say that sadly, you're not going to be with us for so much longer because you're heading off to grad school, which is excited. Tell us about that. What are you going to be doing in the fall? Thank you. Yes, I'm going to Columbia University for my MFA in creative nonfiction writing. I'm really looking forward to it, though it is very daunting. Sounds super, super exciting. Zoe, tell listeners some of the great things that you, I hope they're great. They are great. (laughs) Some of the things you've learned while you've been, we've been working together already all of 2021, right? I mean, past seven months, right? What are some of the things that you've been learning um, or, you know, some of the things that maybe surprised you about this job? It's been incredible because I didn't really realize how many different things I'd be doing in terms of being able to do the newsletter and the marketing, but also learning how to help edit a podcast has been wonderful. And also in terms of my personal life, it's also been really helpful for me to kind of gain your insight throughout this process and take your tips and apply them to my own financial life. I think that was the best for me when you told me that you've been applying the stuff and you're starting to invest and all the things that I'm just so proud when I hear young people that are taking decisive, important action. So I think you're on the right track, Zoe. What can I say? Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So Zoe, should we go through the mailbag? Yes. All right. So I think we have a question from Sarah that came via email, perhaps. Do you want to read that out for us? Yes, I can do that. Um, So she said, I came into our marriage with a lot of debt, which is something my husband was really uncomfortable with. He had never borrowed money and God willing, will never have to. We agreed that my debt is mine to pay off and that I wouldn't start doing that until year two at the earliest. They are private loans with no interest and no payment deadlines. Currently, hubby brings in the bulk of our income and what I do bring in goes towards our expenses. We are not a low maintenance couple. I used to picture myself as low maintenance, but since meeting hubby, I've allowed myself to really embrace the part of myself that likes to live life large. So while we're enjoying life and thank God are able to live in a way that most new couples aren't, there's a part of me that feels guilty about doing so well, knowing that I owe others money. I know that in the Jewish slash more religious world, couples typically see themselves as a unit and any debt that comes into a marriage is often considered ours versus his or hers. I don't see hubby changing his stance on this anytime soon and I've accepted that, but I guess I'd just like to share that I'm not alone and take any advice, tips that you might have faced on other couples who've gone through something similar. We do talk about this occasionally, and as we head towards our first year anniversary, we will discuss this more. I will definitely need to bring in more income in order to be able to both contribute to the family and start paying off debt, which is something that I'm working on, just trying to figure out how to balance those two. All right. So we have a lot here, Zoe. One thing that I got a note from Sarah was that um, the amount of debt that we're talking about is about $85,000, which is, you know, a nice chunk of change. No, mm-hmm. not, nothing small here. So I have a couple of thoughts here, Zoe. Should I, should I go first? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is, let me, let me just tell you guys. Well, first of all, thank you, Sarah, for the question. Um, and I want to say that a few things, and I wonder if it was the same for you, Zoe, made me like raise my eyebrows a bit. Like number one, why was paying off the debt pushed off till after year one? That's just one thing that I'm wondering. I'm not not understanding here what's going on. Number two, why are they living large, as she said, yet they're both contributing to the household expenses, but the debt is not getting paid. So just something here didn't add up. And I just want Sarah to, you know, to address it with her husband, because it sounds like she herself is not comfortable with this, uh, this arrangement and splitting her income between home expenses and the debt 
which she's going to start doing at year two, it sounds like it's not going to make a real dent in the debt balance. So, you know, she realizes that, but like they have this agreement, meaning like if such a big amount, we're talking about $85,000, it's a bit, it's a big amount, like we said, and her husband doesn't feel comfortable with that. That's why they, he doesn't want to be part of this and he wants her to tackle it alone then I don't get why wait. Why did they decide to wait? I would think that if the rationale is, listen, this was your debt before we met. And I believe that it's good for you to learn to tackle debt. And I know you can do this. And I'm not willing to, quote unquote, save you from this because, you know, maybe there is something to be said for that, right? You, we have to own and become responsible. And sometimes when we save somebody else, they don't learn the habits. And perhaps his thinking or their thinking, I hope, would have been like, let's build a life where there's no debt. So I'm not, while I'm not willing to save you by paying off the debt, I'll support you in you getting this out of the way sooner rather than later, as soon as possible, right? And paying it as aggressively as possible. So now that we're married and we don't really need your income, because hello, it sounds here like they're living large, right? It sounds like they can live on his income. They don't, I, she's contributing to the expenses, but she said they're living large. So it sounds like, why are we living large when she's holding on to this debt? Why wouldn't they have agreed to put her income towards contributing to this debt repayment that yes, it's not it's not ours as per his, the way he's seeing it, but at least we're as a team saying, let's help support you getting rid of this so that we can start on a, you know, debt free sooner rather than later. Um, So that's kind of like how I'm seeing this. And it makes me a little uncomfortable. Now I do get that it's not interest bearing debt, but it's something, something about it just doesn't sound like a unified front, like we're looking out for each other. Um, And so what I would encourage Sarah is to think about what you really want to do about this debt and go back to your husband and tell him that while you don't expect him to pay off the debt for you, and you already agreed to that, right? And you're not going back on your word, you would like for him to help you accelerate the payment process because you're on his side. You also don't want this debt, right? To hunt your marriage, right? And so could you guys come to an agreement and make a plan where he supports um, what you're contributing now to the household income? Because again, now it becomes both your incomes. Let's use that portion that you're bringing in, Sarah, to pay the debt. And hey, maybe we can also, now that we're going to get used to living on one salary, this could be really good over the long term because then after I pay off this debt and I'm going to try to do it as aggressively as possible, we could start even saving that money. And so this could have a really nice long-term implication for, for them as a couple. So I think presenting it that way might smoothen things out and ease that discomfort that I feel she's feeling. Like she's not comfortable with what's going on here. And I get that. Zoe, what do you think? I completely agree with you. And she mentioned that she is kind of looking for ways to increase her income. And I think that that's always helpful, but at the same time, kind of striking that balance between living large and starting to pay off the debt now would be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see here a little bit more of a unified stance, Mm -hmm. right? Where she definitely has skin in the game. She's not saying, I don't want a responsibility. I don't want to own this, right? But 
he I, I want him to fish. I want her to also feel supported by him. Like, I'm here to stand with you. You know, let's pay. Let's do this together, even though it's not coming out of his pocket officially. But now there's no his or hers. Right. It In a sense, it's coming out of our pocket, meaning the part that you would contribute to what's our life. Um, and so I think it's worth a conversation. I think um, I think a better agreement could be, you know, you can renegotiate, Sarah. <laughs> yes, 100 percent agree. So we um, good luck, Sarah. Keep us posted. Our next question is from Blima and Blima asks, what if your dear husband, as great as he is, is too ADD to get on board and sit and figure it out with you? Okay, I have thoughts on this. Zoe, what do you think? I feel like it has to happen somehow. Um, I don't know if there's a way to make it entertaining and like do something you enjoy at the same time, but make sure you're both focused on the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had the same reaction because he see what my feeling is. Well, one minute, I'm sure he deals with other things in life in spite of his ADD, right? Like, you know, like why is this any different? Right. And the same way he figures out how to make a living, how to run a household with you, how to get where he needs to get, et cetera, et cetera. He can also have money dates with you and he can also plan your financial lives together with you. So I just don't think the ADD is an excuse for lack of a better way. And so the question that I'm asking perhaps is, is his ADD preventing him from doing other important things in life? And I hope not. And if it is, then why is that not being treated properly? Right. And in other words, let's not make excuses for people. Let's empower them to do the right thing. And hopefully he he is empowered enough to take care of other major responsibilities and in and, and his life with his ADD. So this one is no different. So I guess from a wife's perspective, our expectations should, her expectation should be that he does and, and, and that he does, he is capable of doing this and people rise up to expectations. That's, that's the truth. And again, if for whatever reason he can't take care of other areas of his life, then that is a real problem. And so it's, it, it's the question is different, right? We have to address all of it. We have to find a way to take care of the ADD. Do we need medication? Do we need certain type of therapy, right? But if he manages everything else, fine. Blima, assume that he can jump on board with you. You might have to be a little creative, like Zoe says, you know, um, but it's I don't think it's an excuse to say he's not able to you know, deal with the money with me and the finances with me. They're def if he's doing all er other areas of his life, this is definitely something that you guys could do together and do share responsibilities with him, set him up for success by inviting him on these money dates, by dividing up responsibilities, sharing responsibilities with your husband, having these money dates regularly scheduled on your calendars. You can keep it fun. Yes, it's important to keep them fun, um, but it's important to keep each other accountable and updated. Um, and I would say if you need Blima access to my money date guide, you can get that at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. But I think go for it. I think don't assume that he can't do it. Okay. So, so good luck with that. Now, Zoe, what, what else do we have in the mailbag? So we have an anonymous question that came in and it is, I would like to see an expensive coach and feel it's really important. My spouse thinks there's a more affordable way to get that need filled. We're receiving parental support already, and this monthly expense would add to the amount of support we're getting and to the discomfort my spouse feels at being helped. All right. This is an interesting one. Anonymous, I think that your husband has a valid point here and that 
you have to respect that, you know, your financial situation at the moment is one where you're not independent yet. You are receiving that parental support. And the priority here should be weaning out of the support, right? And we have to be mindful not to keep adding to that support, but trying to wean out as gradual as that might be, right, of that support, which in the long run is going to be so much better for your husband, for yourself, and for, I don't know whose parents, if it's, I think it was his parents, the relationship between son and parents, all, all, everybody's relationship is going to be much better in the long run. So that should be the priority. How do we wean out um, of the parental support? Now, having said that, if this is something that you both think can help you tremendously, and I'm all for big and bold investments that push us out of our comfort zone and you know help us really go in and in, in a transformation, then I think the approach should be how could we afford this? Now, not how do we tell mom and dad to give us more so that we can pay for it, but what side hustle do I need to start where I commit to saving up all the money for you know the five thousand dollar investment or whatever. She didn't give us a number. Right. So so together, if you think this is important, how could we uh, make this happen? Because I think we are a lot more resourceful than we give ourselves credit for. We resourcefulness. We have a tremendous amount of resourcefulness. And we're when we're in a relationship where we know psychologically, we know that the bank of mom and dad is open and available we won't got it, go into that uncomfortable place and we won't go and tap into that resourcefulness. So, you know, all in all, I think he's kind of doing you both a favor by saying, no, we're not going there. If, if this is a really important thing and, you know, this is an extra thing that we are both into, I'm not saying no, I'm saying let's figure out how to get it. Right. And I would actually add to this. If, perhaps anonymous, if this is a business expense, let's say, I'm mean, sorry, not business expense, but let's say this is a business coach for your business that you're trying to develop. An example, I don't know for sure, but if it is, then all the more so, because again, you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone so that you can generate some money in your business to start paying for this investment and show your husband that you're owning this and that you're not going to let this affect the family's finances or put you in a more delicate or difficult position, you know, by, by, by taking more money from your parents or in-laws, but rather that you have skin in the game. So that's my approach here with this. I mean, I think this is doable, but I think the reasonable thing to do is trying to figure out a way to do it without tapping in more into the bank of mom and dad. What do you think, Zoe? I agree 100%. I think that both have to be comfortable. And if that means that by doing this, they're putting a strain on, as you said, the bank of mom and dad or on that parental support. And I don't think that that's very helpful, but if they can figure out other ways to have an income and be able to do that themselves, and if they think it will be helpful together, and that's really important and they could do it that way. But I also think that it's important to do some due, di- due diligence, sorry, about the coach and kind of compare and see how the price compares, but also what other people think and talk to others, their clients, and etc. I love that point. True, true. Sometimes we have to, you know, sometimes we're so quick to make a big expense. So maybe again, maybe he's forcing both of you to think this through a little bit better. Are there other avenues that we could be taking um, before we make this huge investment? Um, 
So hopefully you can go back to your husband and you could talk about this um, in a calm way and, and come up with an agreement that makes you both feel comfortable. Zoe, were these like, you know, you're coming, you're coming from such a, uh, you're much younger than me. You're not married yet. So, you know, I, I, it's, it's interesting to me that you felt, you know, pretty much in line with what I was saying. Um, were these like difficult for you to process? I mean, overall, what did you think about these questions? I think that in a way they're difficult to process just because I'm not in their shoes as someone who is just still going to grad school. At the same time, I think that through the work that I've done with you, kind of being able to read between the lines and think about past things that I read with you or helped write with you. um, So being able to work through it that way, I think was really helpful. Well, thank you. This was fun. We're going to do it again. Um, And ladies, that is a wrap. Thank you so much, Zoe, for helping me tackle these questions. Good luck juggling it all, you know, job and moving to New York City. It's going to be a few hectic weeks. Hopefully, hopefully I won't make you too crazy, but I know it's a big juggle. Listeners, keep sending those questions in. I, I really, we love them. They're very helpful. And I know that you appreciate them. I get tons of messages about that, about the questions. And the easiest way to send in a question is via DM on Instagram at Jewish Latin Princess or asking inside my private Facebook group. If you're not in it, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. It's called Jewish Money Matters. Surprise, surprise, right? So there's a lot going on in the group and more fun stuff coming up. I've actually been showing up live lately for you there and I answer questions in the group, et cetera. So come join the conversation um, and you know, send your questions either there or privately via Instagram. Finally, you can always email me, yael at jewishlatinprinces.com. Love to hear from you there. And do head over to jewishlatinprinces.com forward slash retreat to register for the Bitachon Boost Retreat, a much, much needed boost. We all need it after the 18 months we've had. So let's do this. It's going to be absolutely epic. Early bird special at jewishlatinprinces.com forward slash retreat. Grab your spot now. I really don't want anybody to be left out. And with that, I want to wish you all a wonderful, wonderful day. And we'll see you here tomorrow because Zoe and I are putting together our first trial of mini sods, and we want to hear what you think about that. So we'll be back here tomorrow with a mini sod for all of you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Zoe. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit jewishlatinprincess.com.